bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephen Lee. Coming up on today's program: first phase of Canton Fair concludes with traffic exceeding 1.26 million. An FDI into the Chinese mainland continued to increase, with over 10,000 foreign invested firms added in the first quarter. Highlights of the 133rd Canton Fair. The 133rd China Import and Export Fair concluded its first phase on Wednesday with better-than-expected traffic exceeding 1.26 million. The first phase, which ran from April 15 to 19, comprises 20 exhibition areas for categories including household appliances, building materials, and new energy products. The offline event has attracted 12,911 companies to participate, among which 3,856 are new exhibitors. The long-standing event will run until May 5 in three phases. This year, three new exhibition sections and three new zones are added to the event to further meet the source inquiries of current trending hits, including industrial automation and intelligent manufacturing in Phase One, as well as new energy and intelligent connected vehicles, which capture attention of global buyers at the fair this year. In addition to the commonly known electric cars and trucks, other NEPs such as electric tractors, hydrogen-fuel buses, and pure electric go-kart are also on display in the newly built exhibition area D, which has specific halls for NEPs and intelligent connected vehicles. According to a salesperson of Stake GM Wuling, a total of 142 customers from 77 countries made inquiries in the first two days. Mainly from Southeast Asia, Europe, the Middle East, and South America, EVs, together with lithium batteries and solar cells, are hailed as the new pillars of China's foreign trade. Given their export boom, the three industries had a total export volume of 264.7 billion yuan in the first quarter of 2023, up 66.9 percent year-on-year, and accounting for 4.7 percent of China's total export. According to the latest customs data, in the first phase of the event, the participating companies and overseas buyers have fully recognized the exhibition results and generally believe that they are better than expected," said Xu Bing, the spokesperson of the fair, adding that exhibitors in the industrial automation and intelligent manufacturing have garnered orders worth 10 million U.S. dollars. Next on industry and company news, China's industrial economy maintained steady performance in the first quarter. The Minister of Industry and Information Technology held a press conference on Thursday. Industrial output grew by three percent in the first three months, 0.3 percentage point faster than in the previous quarter, and reversed downward trends since last October. Investment in the manufacturing sector grew steadily, with manufacturing investment up 7% year-on-year, 1.9 percentage point higher than that of fixed asset investment. Meanwhile, major industrial powerhouses in China are taking the lead in recovery, as Hebei, Shandong, and Jiangsu provinces saw their pace in industrial growth significantly faster than the national average, while Guangdong and Zhejiang picked up momentum since March. Huawei Technologies forecasts that global AI computing power will increase 500 times by 2030, and the company will keep investing in domains like connectivity, computing, storage, and cloud to help accelerate digital transformation. 
Meng Wanzhou, rotating chairwoman and chief financial officer of Huawei, said at Huawei's ongoing 20th annual Global Analyst Summit in Shenzhen on Wednesday. Digitalization is the blue ocean for the whole industry, and the global spending on digital transformation will reach 3.41 trillion US dollars in 2026, Meng added. Shares in Kuaishou tumbled today after Chinese internet behemoth Tencent Holdings said its investment vehicle will hand part of its stake in the Chinese short video platform to shareholders as a dividend. Parallel Nebulan Investment, which is indirectly owned by Tencent private equity arm Tencent Plus Partners, is distributing 51 million shares in Kuaishou as a special dividend, Tencent said. Tencent will remain with 19% equity after the transaction. A cargo flight carrying fresh food, including salmon, from South Africa to China is expected to start service on May 5th, the logistics arm under China Eastern Airlines said on Thursday. The company said it is the first such cargo flight flying from South Africa. The flight will start from Santiago in Chile to Chengdu, southwest China's Sichuan province. Earnings Pros Express Shares of China Unicom sank after the state-owned telecom carrier's profits increased at a slower pace in the first quarter than it did last year. Driven by innovative businesses, net profit jumped 11.6% to 2.3 billion yuan on a 9.2% gain in revenue to 97.2 billion yuan in the period. Last year, China Unicom's net profit jumped 15.8%. Income from its cloud-based services business jumped 40% from a year earlier to 12.8 billion yuan, and revenue from its big data business surged 54% to 1.5 billion yuan, the quarterly trading report showed. Telecom service users stood at 900 million at the end of the first quarter, including 224 million 5G users, driving mobile service business revenue up 4.4% to 43.8 billion yuan. Switching gears to financial news, foreign direct investment or FDI in the Chinese mainland in natural use expanded 4.9% year-on-year in the first three months of the year, the Ministry of Commerce said Thursday, while China's non-financial outbound direct investment or ODI rose 26.3% year-on-year to 215.97 billion yuan. The ministry said nearly added foreign invested enterprises in China jumped 25.5% to exceed 10,000 in the period, thanks to the Invest in China campaign launched by the ministry and effort by localities to vigorously attract investments this year. China kept its benchmark lending rates unchanged for the eighth straight month on Thursday in line with expectations, as the economic recovery reduced the need for any immediate monetary support. The one-year loan prime rate, or LPR, remained at 3.65%, while the five-year LPR was capped at 4.3%. China Development Bank, a major policy bank, has completed the issuance of 300 million US dollars in credit to the National Bank of Egypt, the largest state-owned lender in Egypt, to support 49 key projects regarding small and medium-sized enterprises development and infrastructure construction, the Chinese lender announced on Wednesday. After some 200 million US dollars will be earmarked for SMEs in sectors including food processing, healthcare, education, and services in the African country. 
HSBC has hit back at its largest shareholder Ping'an's latest proposal to restructure the bank and separate its Asia business into a Hong Kong-listed entity ahead of a new round of shareholders' meeting, as disagreement remained after 20 meetings at the senior level. Europe's largest bank said Wednesday the structural reform suggested by Ping'an would undermine the bank's international business model and erode earnings, dividends and shareholder value. Chinese insurer Ping'an said on Tuesday that HSBC has fundamentally failed to address key business model challenges. And wrap up with a quick look to stock market. Chinese stocks eased on Thursday with the benchmark Shanghai Composite down 0.1% and the Shenzhen component slipped 0.4%. Hong Kong stocks finished mixed as the Hang Seng Index inched 0.1% while the Tech Index dipped 0.1%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.